Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 6am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, it is World Chocolate Day today. And it's a bittersweet moment to announce this. I mean, we are here with you, your favourite little milk chockey and milky bar kid. (laughs) But... So it gives great sadness to share this news. I don't know if you knew this, but mm. you know that fantails are gone? Yeah, I saw this ages ago, man. It was only six days ago. Yeah, even though we're in podcasting, it takes that little bit longer to catch up on things. This is, that's, that's ages ago, man. Well, it's about two weeks ago that they announced it, but I only just realized it. Nah, bro, all gone. Done. You can't learn about Hugh Jackman anymore. <laughs> Nicole Kidman or Baz Luhrmann I got once. That was a so pretty good one. So this is going to be the last... You know, International Chocolate Day with, you know, a fantail in your gob. Well, if you need Matt, I am happy to... Maybe we should get in touch before they truly unwind and we can write Matt's fantail and go, he played an extra on Aquamarine and said... Hey, I had a line, thank you, about Lobster Bay. Yeah, Lobster Bay's going off right now. Known for that. Known as the dolphin trainer. Oh, I'll never be on a fantail cover. That's, That's so sad. Well, I guess it's a step down from what you wanted to do in your 20s, which was win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um, my bio will never be cut off halfway through. That was always annoying, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Doesn't have the name on the bottom. It's like, who is it? <laughs> anyway. Or, you only get like two sentences worth. Born in Scotland in 1963. <laughs> You're like, oh man, this could be anyone. <laughs> I need some movies. It could be anyone in a kilt. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to jump into it right now. And what it's going to be, it's a bit of a different Friday show today. Wasn't expecting it, but it was a very nice discussion. Matt, that you and I had, is, yeah, you're just having some big thoughts this week. Oh, I was feeling a lot of things, Alex Dyson. So yeah. I thought, you know what, I might as well share it with you, who I work with every day, and you listening, who I chat to every day. And, um, you know, we're here for the good times and the bad times. I would call it a big old Matt and Alex Friday love-in. It's actually quite quite special. So please sit down, grab yourself a cuppa, have a listen. We touch on some pretty deep things. We touch on loss, death. And at the end, we do also do a mailbag and touch on Matt's terrible opinion of how he eats pizza so it's gonna it's a as highs as lows it is bittersweet itself at at times but i hope you enjoy this is about alex all day breakfast this is just the start everyone ready let's get this show on the road let's go here we go here we go here we go matt and alex all day breakfast well uh, a bit of real talk alex dyson friday real talk yeah, th- thought we'd do a little bit of Friday real talk. Um, you know, I was on that plane mm-hmm. that had me wondering whether I was a Karen or not because the guy got on with a uh, without scanning his ticket and stuff. And then I, you know, I had I had security concerns. I should cl- really clarify because people were like, "Were you just being nosy, or did you actually worry?" I did have security concerns. Yep, I was getting all up in the flight attendant's business. It was a bit of a scene. It was a people, scene was caused at some point. Yeah. People calling me a bit of a goose. I was quite nervous going on to my next flight, my next return flight, okay? Right, so you went to the place and then this is the flight home. Yeah, so then I have a flight. I have another flight same, after this. Same company, you booked at the same company. Yeah, and same time. So I was thinking, oh, okay, I wonder whether the same crew is going to be on this flight. They do do that, don't they? Yeah, so I was, a, I was a little bit nervous. They fly the same routes. And what happened on this flight, Alex Dyson, was 
I cannot tell you just how opposite my next flight was. So a little bit of real talk. I said oh, we were going to get get real here, and this is, you know. So the reason why I've been traveling so long is because I'm filming this episode of ABC show called Catalyst, and it's all about death and dying. Nothing realer. And part of the reason why we're doing the episode, and I don't even know how much I can say about it. You know, it's not it's not like it's a huge exclude, but I just don't want to get in trouble. But basically, the point of the episode is to talk about it's to promote the talk of death. I've never seen on, on the internet catalyst spoilers. So I think it should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually, you know, the walking dead. So or, you, you got to get an exclusive somehow. Or we succession or something like that. All but depths. That's a really cool thing to, to talk about for sure. So we've been doing a lot of really interesting things, interviewing lots of different people. You know, we're talking about voluntary assisted dying. We're talking about body disposal options, grave digging, you know, etc. But suddenly the, the, the thought of death has been very prominent with me and my family and us. And this has come from you filming this TV show. It hasn't come from watching real life insurance ads. Most people <laughs> seem to be always worried about no. that. <laughs> but I'll tell you Is what. Is there one simple thing you could do, Matt, in the suddenly, events of well, this do you happening? Have a will? Do you have a will? Uh, I don't have a will. I think I have indicated like on my superannuation where that should go in the event of my death. Yeah, no. So, I mean, like, you know, Belinda and I have been talking about what we want to do if we mm. die and things like that. And part of the, part of this show has been about talking about people who, just like us, have died, mm -hmm. right? And I remember having a conversation with my dad, like, quite early on, because, yeah, my mum passed when I was four and my sister was two. And then, like, not long on after, like, I was quite young. Dad said, like, you know, if, if I, the worst happens and I'm no longer around, you'll go to live with Ruth and Kevin, who are, you know, our sort of godparenty kind of, yeah, family, auntie, uncle sort of thing. So, yeah, we had that conversation pretty early. That's the scary thing. And so, I mean, here's the thing. You were four and your sister was two. And Sophia is four. Mm. And I've been thinking a lot about you and about Sophia and about what would happen if me or Belle died. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get pretty upset right now because it's something that, there was something that happened when she turned four that I started thinking about what happened to you in your situation. Because I remember you've sort of talked about, like, you know, you don't have heaps of memories with your mom. Mm -hmm. And... Because I've been doing all this death stuff, the reality of me possibly dying has been, or Belinda dying, has been really hitting home what that must be like because I just have so many memories of Sophia. Mm. And if something happened to me, I'd be so upset to think that she doesn't have, that she doesn't share the same amount of memories mm -hmm. that I have. And... You know, I look at all the friends that I've got around me, like my friends and my sister, and she's got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And I look at my friends who I went to his house on the weekend and they've got a four and a two-year-old. And I just think of how, like, how extremely, like, and this isn't like a, oh, I feel sorry for you or anything like that. I just think of how, like, seriously tragic the, your, your, the situation was. And how much it must have affected like your whole, your dad's whole world and everything. Like, do you talk to him about all that? Um, 
I have more recently. Like it's been interesting going into, you know, see a psychologist and talking about things and you get in the nitty gritty, <laughs> yeah. you know, you get into a lot of that stuff and yeah, you sort of realize, cause when you're at the, that young, you don't have the memories and you don't have the acute pain. What I sort of realized, and I remember I woke up, um, one night I'd been reading this book called the road less traveled, which goes into a lot of psychology and stuff like that mm. and into the, the deep stuff. And I was sort of trying to figure out like. Like I knew it would affect me somehow, but it's, it's the absence of, of something. It's not like it affected me because I knew I was this way beforehand and then I was this way afterwards. And there's the moment that it happened. It was like a real absence. And so, yeah, you sort of, I think that you kind of think, oh, it hasn't affected me too much, you know, because I didn't have that pain, but I also didn't have the, you know, the amazing memories and, you know, the, the love that you'd sort of want. And yeah, I woke up one night and I sort of had a bit of a, epiphany i went and got my journal i started writing down i'm like oh my god it's sort of like a this gaping black hole in a life which until very recently scientists couldn't take a photo of an actual black hole so but they knew it was there because of the gravity going around and that's what i sort of mm. felt like it was like the things in my life you know certain things in elements and feelings and yearnings i, I didn't know you don't know why but because you, so, you can't see it <laughs> but it's mm. like damn it's it there is that bit of big effect there yeah it just seems like so, because there would be so many memories that your mum would have had. And so, like, I think about what the, the, the sadness that I would feel if something happened to me now, the things that I would miss out. And I feel the same way about my mum as well, like dying, lying on a hospital bed, dying mm. and knowing that she was going to miss out on so much in my life. And it's just, it just felt like such a huge kind of, I don't know, injustice. And... I thought about how much, how much, like how difficult it would be if something happened to Belinda and it was just me and Sophia, let alone two kids or vice versa, how just huge the effort that your dad mm. put in. That's something and, you realize as you get older is, just, oh my God. <laughs> and you start making these connections with people and then, you know, people start having kids with people and yeah. That's just about how much he would have had to sacrifice. Like I think about all the stuff and this is again, it's not, it's, uh, I'm being selfish about this. I was just thinking about what would happen if that happened to me mm -hmm. right now and realizing that it does happen and it happens to people out there and it might be happening to someone listening right now whose, you know, partner is dying or whose mum is dying or whatever. And I mean, it's just, it, re <laughs> it really made me think. And I literally sat on this flight on the way home and bawled my eyes out. Mm. It was the weirdest thing because I wasn't listening to a podcast. I wasn't watching anything wasn't on TV. It like, wasn't like last year when I was on a flight and started bawling when Coldplay's The Scientist came on and I was <laughs> no. like, I don't need this right now, Chris Martin. I do not need this right now. Mate. I literally, I, tell you what. <laughs> I was raw dogging this flight and I just cry like I was weeping yeah. they, were, they were wheeling things down the aisle the person next to me must have just been looking over and going is this man having a full-blown breakdown like yeah, I goodness. was sobbing and my eyes were just watering and I just kept, and every time I thought I'd figure it up I'd be like oh my god but what happens if this happens and I was just <laughs> ball and I would just keep bawling mm. my eyes out so look the point of what why I'm telling you this story is one it, it's and this is more for you listening. One, I did do the show about death and it is a, to, supposed to be about a promote, you know, to promote talking about death. 
And I do think it's important that we do talk more about what happens if these things happen, because they do happen to people. And, you know, after that conversation, Belinda was like, okay, well, you know, she's, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but she was like, you know, if something happens to me, I've got to, I've got to let Sophia know that, 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 well, you know, how I feel. And so she went, you know, we're going to start recording messages and stuff like that. Just little things Mm. to, to leave and, you know, discussing what we want to happen if we die, you know, in terms of what happens to our bodies, et cetera. And, Mm. um, and also uh, the other reason why I wanted to bring up the story is because I need to everyone to know that I don't start fights every time I get on. <laughs> I'm a lover and a fighter too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not out here trying to mm. get, I mean, it, it almost goes hand in hand. The first time I was getting into a fight because I was scared if there was a security threat, mm. the plane might explode and I might die. And the second time I was thinking, well, what if I die? Well, so... <laughs> There's all Both one. Born of the two emotions, the same <laughs> catalyst, uh, which you can watch on the ABC. <laughs> so apologies for getting real on this one. That's all right. Um, well, you do mention the like message kind of thing. Um, remember growing up, I don't remember when I first found it, but there was, we had to draw a cassette tapes and in there was... Uh, a cassette tape labeled Helen's message, 1992. Mm. And it was only after we left doing radio together that me and my dad and my sister sat around and listened to this tape, which was my mum giving us a message, me and my sister, um, she knew the worst at that point. And so it was pretty heartbreaking, but sitting there and hearing her voice as a person was just crazy. Well, that's the thing. I don't even remember my mum's voice. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, and then she, and I was 12 when she died, but I don't have any yeah. proof of it. I think I know it in my head, but I don't have any proof of it. Mm. So me and my dad, and my sister sat around and cried <laughs> listening to that. It was a really nice moment bringing us together in that you do feel the injustice of it all. You feel so bad for her, Helen Dyson, nay Cowan. But, um, listen, like I also, you, you want to, I think with loss in these, you know, these things, you feel like that's it. They're gone, but it's a lot harder to see the impact that they've had, you know, on various things. One of them on me, you know, <laughs> and as I go through life, if I start having positive impact on people. A lot of it could be attributed to, to her and, you know, the friends that she made and that kind of thing. So whilst your physical body is gone, you know, you, you are able to still have an impact and people are able to still know about you. And, you know, as all of our names are forgotten over the years, the impact that everyone has in all their daily interactions will continue on. Well, look, one of the things that made me feel like, feel okay. And I don't want to get too softy here is that I know that if something happened to me now, I have faith that Sophia will be okay because I also look at people like yourself who have turned into, you know, incredible people and that, you know, kids are resilient and they can get there. But, um, yeah. Anyways, bit of real talk. Like I said, I was slightly (laughs) unexpected. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) 
Are you listening to the show? Like whether it is hashtag real talk or whether it is something else, we don't give each other heads up. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, so... we distinctly try to avoid it. So I was not expecting that either, but the real of the talk, the better. So thank you very much for, um, for hanging with us for this real talk. Yes, well, thank you for being our pals and having a big old chat with us. We always love you getting in touch with the show at matt.and.alex or hitting us up on our very own website, mattandalex.com.au. Um, and we take a lot of the best of them throughout the week and bring them here for this little segment called Mailbag. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Michael got in touch with us with regards to the topic of the Bluey conspiracy, suggestions that... Bluey and Chile are part of an international artifact smuggling ring, thanks to their jobs as archaeologists and airport security yep. peoples. They would be smuggling bones. It's, um, Michael said, it's worth mentioning the bandits' parents live in a skyrise apartment on the beach at the Gold Coast. That's true. Maybe there's some family money involved. Or did Bandit buy them that penthouse with dirty funds? <laughs> Either way, my wife and I are always no. envious of the healer household. There has never been any organised crime on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Sophie uh, sent us a message in regards to taxi drivers, whom Matt seems to piss off regularly and vice versa. Uh, saying last weekend, I took a page out of Matt's book and stood up for myself when the cab driver suddenly added $10 to my fare. He swiftly put it back down with no explanation. I may have been drunk, but I will not fall for these tricks anymore. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> Cheers, Sophie. Just like, Thank hey, you. don't put that $10 on. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't the biggest admission of guilt, <laughs> I do not know what is, Sophie. Good on you for um, standing up for yourself. Because I told you how it happened recently. The guy, yeah, the guy was offering me $20 in yeah. cash back. <laughs> That's so sus. That's hush money. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, take my money, please. Don't say anything. Stop stealing money from people and I won't. Yeah. Right, Matt said, uh, with regards to eating pizza with hands or cutlery, Matt said, Matt has never, as in he's talking about me, <laughs> has never been more wrong about anything in his life. Oh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> pizza is made to be eaten with your hands. If he's talking about going out to dinner and eating with a knife and fork at a restaurant, newsflash, a restaurant that serves pizza is not a fancy restaurant. Use your hands, you crumb. <laughs> oh. Absolutely. He puts you in the old wood-fired oven there, mate. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you think it gets better? Jordan comes on and says, uh, this is the same, same topic, pizza with hands or cutlery. Jordan says, so first it was Matt's ridiculous take on changing the Bombers logo, then the whole Karen airplane fiasco, and now he claims you should only eat pizza with a knife and fork. Wow, Matt, you are truly becoming the fuddiest of duddies. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, man. That is it. <laughs> You're in hot form recently. Oh, I'll tell you what. I don't know why I how bother can, sometimes. Hey. How can we rebrand you into a non-fuddy duddy? I don't want to be rebranded, mate. I'm fine sticking up for myself. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. I'm bloody fine. If the youth... Want to not worry about airport security? Hey, just letting any old randoms walk on their plane with their little pizza-sourced fingers? Then go for it. 
but I'll be safe and sound with my cutlery at home. Jeepers creepers. Um, well, nice way to end the week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we try to, uh, try to turn things around with a little, uh, with a little mailbag. Just get us, gets us rolled up. But no, look, honestly, thank you very much for, uh, for hanging out with us today on a, uh, a little special Friday Matt and Alex podcast. Love a bit of real talk and uh, honestly do love getting your feedback on everything. It is always a good laugh. It is always a good bit of banter. And uh, we'll hopefully see you for another session first thing Monday morning. Or, I mean, the great thing about all day breakfast, we fit in with your schedule. So wherever you're at, we'll be there with you. See you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.